The Redneck Tech Podcast is brought to you by MikesArchery.com. They're a one-stop shop for virtually everything archery, bow hunting, and for your next outdoor adventure. Mike's Archery has been at the top of the archery game for over 50 years, and they want to give listeners of the Redneck Tech Podcast 10% off their entire online store using the code REDNECK10, all one word. Just put the code in before you check out, and your boys will hook you up. The guys at Mike's have always been good to us, and now they can be good to you too. Visit mikesarchery.com and get your gear now. Right here, right here, right here, right here. Yeah. You want it? Yeah. Welcome back. Redneck Tech Podcast, episode 146, talking about wrapping up our spring and looking forward to summer and fall. Um, I was talking a little bit about, if you weren't watching the live, talking a little bit about how the spring was just off from the very beginning. Um, I had a decent season myself, but in terms of chasing turkeys and the way that turkeys acted across the country and the number of turkeys, I'd say it was definitely way down except for Kansas. Kansas was good. Um, we had a really good time in Kansas. Had plenty of birds everywhere, but everywhere else was tough. Texas numbers were definitely way off from what I've, I've remembered in Texas. Iowa at Lee and Tiffany's was not even close to the same, which the weather was atrocious. And then um, Nebraska was okay. Um, Illinois was just like Iowa. Illinois was, was just like Iowa. Florida was really the only, like, good quote yeah. hunt that we had it was and, and then even then the turkeys in florida didn't want to work they want no. to come to decoys um i don't i'm trying to think other than the one that me and chuck killed in texas strutting coming to the decoy the one i shot in iowa was coming to the decoy i don't know if he would have made it i think out of the nine turkeys or ten turkeys i was a part of nine that i filmed one that i shot I had two of those. I would say do it right. The rest of them were like get it what you know, get what you can get type of thing, which is really frustrating because you know, especially with Lee and Tiffany and I, where we want everything to be, you know, goblin strutting, coming into the decoys, beating up decoys, doing their thing like they're supposed to. You know, we had Jakes do that in Texas, but no mature birds do it, and it was it was tough. You know, I don't can I say the numbers are down? From my view, the numbers are down, but. Also, the weather was just not – it was super cold in Kansas, super cold in Nebraska, and then super hot in Iowa. But it was super – and when I was in Illinois – well, what week were you all in Nebraska? That would have been the same time I was in Illinois. I don't remember. Yeah. I can look at the calendar and tell you. Because yeah. I think I was cold the same time y'all were cold. Yeah, so – well, come on. It seemed like it was cold really late. We were in and the, windy. We were in Nebraska the 16th through the 19th. Yeah, same time I was there. So then it was cold, and then it warmed up for a few days in the Midwest, and then it got super rainy, and then cold again, and yeah. then windy. How was it in Texas when you were with Dudley? What, what how, did y'all hear a bunch of birds, or was it just a couple? I mean, yeah, we saw heard a ton of birds in the. Turn place. that up to your mouth some more. There you go. Um, in where we were hunting after it stopped monsoon. Hey, what's ton, what's a ton? Uh, I mean, five or fifteen. Probably closer to fifteen. Really? Yeah, and that's how Texas is supposed to. One be. of the nights we roosted 
and I mean it was the whole river. Turn it, you, you got it pointed down. Like turn it up. No, the actual no, mic no. Itself. Like, there you there go. You go. Now I'll talk to it. Now you're better. Now. Mary, uh, much better. You there you go. Help if I could hear myself. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I mean that one one evening we roosted and it was the whole riverbed was just birds gobbling like yeah. crazy. Devin says that season's still going on in Kansas until the end of the month, and he has one tag left. Okay, here's the question, Devin: Are you trying to still kill one with a ter- with a bow, or are you trying to kill one with a gun? I don't like Devin. If he says bow, I don't like Devin. You know what? This might have been the first season that I could remember where there was no midday afternoon hunting that was worth a crappy. Yeah, no. I'm uh, trying to think. Well, me and Chuck killed that one in Texas in the afternoon. And that I, I seriously believe that was the only like full-bearded turkey on that entire property. Nate killed his in the afternoon. Nate killed his in the afternoon. I killed mine. Well, I say late morning. We had been sitting there for what an hour and a half, two hours, mm-hmm. working that working that bird and other birds all morning. But and then me and Chuck killed one off the roost. One in Nebraska, we killed off the roost. Kansas, we killed off the roost. Well, Jamie's was kind of like early afternoon in Kansas. Mm-hmm. What in last light type thing? No, well, we had an those. Hour and a half. We had those birds the first afternoon. We went to Phillies in the afternoon. So they yeah. just, they didn't gobble. They just were there. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. I, I swear, like every year they get more frustrating. Like I was supposed to go to Montana and didn't get to go because it was under a foot of snow. Just, just a crazy weather spring. But overall, like, I don't know. It turned out okay. It could, it definitely could have been better. Could have been much better for some of us than others. But um, I don't know. I just, everybody I talk to keeps saying the numbers are down, the numbers are down, the numbers are down. And, you know, I'm not, I don't know if I disagree with that, but I don't know. I just think that the weather had everything so jacked up this spring everywhere. Like everywhere the weather, especially in Iowa, you know, talking to Lee, you know, he had went through first season, second season, third season. He said they'd had three good days of turkey hunting weather, weather the entire spring. So um, I just, I don't know. That's weird. It's just been a weird weather year. The three best days we had in Iowa were for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And the season ended Sunday. Yeah, that's how it goes. Is YouTube frozen for anyone else? Oh, yeah, it's frozen for us too. Huh, I wonder why that up. is. The heck? Never that seen that happen. YouTube itself froze? Yeah. Well, the stream is frozen. Oh. I'm assuming you guys can still hear us. What the freak, man? Let me go, go off of this and come back to it. Let's see what it does. Nope, still frozen. Well, here, let me stop the stream and start it back again. No idea, guys. Sorry. Really frustrating today. No idea why it's doing this. Hold on, we'll start off, stop OBS and start it back again. Billy says they're still strutting in Florida. Of course they are, Billy. Yeah, but it's 107 yeah, in Florida. Yeah, F that place right now. Good Lord. Billy, you can have Florida right now. Not interested. Start streaming. Manage product. I'm going to start streaming again, guys. This is the third time we've started streaming. So it is now up and going again. See if, um, is that better? Did it come right back on the same one? Dang, how'd it do that? That's pretty slick. I didn't know it would just start right back on the same one. Hey, man, when you're good, you're good. Well, that's good to know. 
So if it goes down again, we can just fix it. Yes, feed just frozen. Audio is good, and the video is frozen. Should be back now. Um. Anyway, all right. Well, it seems to be back now. Uh, now that we've completely sidetracked. Devin also shot one in the face with a shotgun. So he's chasing. Now he's going to shoot one with a bow. A mm. mm. little bit of respect. So you kind of liked him, and then you kind of didn't like him. But that's what he gets for scheduling all of his family vacations during the summer podcast class. True. Because he's missing this summer already. Again. Mm. Yeah, I think Devin just... I don't know. Devin, I love you, but... You know, I feel like I know you, but I don't know you. Because you still haven't came to any of the classes. All bark and no bite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. I heard another one. My dad My dad said... I've, I've heard it before, but I added a new saying to my Southern Sands last night. Mm. So, you know, my dad and Dar- my dad and Uncle Chris are adding on that room outside Clay's apartment. And, um, Clay's former apartment. So, anyway, still current. There, uh, my dad was up on the rafters nailing something in. He said, I can't remember the guy's name. He said, Yeah, I got a squirrel. I got a lot of squirrel in me. It's just, it's just ground squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Well, because he's climbing on the rafters and he's not, he's like, I'm not as agile as I used to be. He's like, I got a lot of squirrel in me. It's just ground squirrel. I was like, all right, I'll put that You've one on the list. You've heard that before? I've heard that before. It's been a long time. I can't imagine that's a commonly used saying. <laughs> I can't even it's begin to common, imagine that. But he's used it before. I can't imagine before. more than one person said, like, I would just assume that's just a witty thing your dad came up with in the spur of the moment. That no, doesn't sound like a he, thing that would. No, because when my dad will say a saying, he always says who he heard it from. My granddad always used to say this, and he'd say, I think he said, like, Fred or Frank, somebody said this. Got a lot of squirrel in me. It's just ground squirrel school. He's always got a reference as to where he heard it. Hmm. And then I'm giving him credit for it. I'm not giving whoever else said it credit for it. So, and then one day my kid will hopefully give me credit for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. I get credit for something in my life. But, um, no, I want to get, I want to get, uh, Ryer's perspective on the spring. Cause, you know, kind of our mission this spring was to try and get you more involved in some turkey hunting and some better footage and, some better action, and that didn't really happen. You no. had a very had lackluster to. spring. It was pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, very depressed. After I'm her. thinking you're the turkey hunting version of what Clay is for hunting in Iowa for deer. No, I think that... Because me just, and Keegan got it done first day. I'm just saying. <laughs> Everybody else got it done the first day. I don't. Well, no, because I almost got it done. Almost. With, with Lee and the camera saved it. Mm. So they were in range, but the camera saved it. Ryer just. They were in range. If I had a not a muzzle loader. If you had a 20 muzzle gauge. loader shotgun. So stupid. If you had a 20 and, gauge. And, yeah, which I have. Or a 12 gauge. Sorry. Which I have. Which if I could have brought, maybe. And the problem is I. I am not confident enough in myself as a shooter to just start airing things out. Like, I don't want to just, like... Well, the thing were, is we almost got to the point where we were, we're like, these suckers are about to just... Hope, just hope, see a, pellet, what hope a pellet or two hits Magic and just start chase it down. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is, like, you can't really air it out with a muzzling shotgun. You well, get that's what one I'm, opportunity. Yeah. Well, that's why... And then you're using it as a weapon. That's why we didn't do it. <laughs> so what had happened was... Um, yeah, I mean... Speaking of, Iowa muzzling shotguns are stupid. Anyway, continue. Also, if you apply, if for everybody, yeah, this is a little If you tip, apply, tip. if you as a group want to go hunt in Iowa, you would think that applying as the group would give y'all a better chance of drawing as a group because that would seem to be 
the advantage that Iowa is trying to give you. Turns out they're tricking you. Mm. Turns out that's Iowa's way of tricking you into not drawing. Yep. Because so. if you apply as a group, they're like, oh, all five of these people want to come hunt together? We don't like that. None of them get tags. Whereas if you were just all five apply individually, you probably would get so, tags. So what happens is you put in as a group, and they pick someone out of that group to draw first. And the whole point of a group is if one person draws, everybody draws. So you would think you have you would have five choices for one person to get drawn so that everybody gets drawn. But on the reality, it's if one person doesn't get drawn, it gives everybody no. Exactly. It's the opposite of what you think So it you, is. you could have all four people draw, and then your fifth person not draw, and, and it, it kicks, kicks everybody, everybody else Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so pro tip, don't apply as a group to Iowa if you ever apply to go turkey hunting in Iowa, which... In my opinion, there's as good or better places to go turkey hunting than having to apply to go to Iowa. You can buy an over-the-counter Nebraska tag or an over-the-counter South Dakota tag or an over-the-counter Montana tag, Missouri tag. Yeah, all those places are, in my opinion, as good or and or better than than Iowa. With Um, more land and easier to get permission mm -hmm. if you need to go on private. So, um, but it was it was fun. It was it was cool because we had Jason there. I mean, we're we're referencing what we just got done doing in Iowa. Um, hunting was really tough. Um, Ryer forgot to run how to cam- how to, how to run a camera for a little while because he was only hosting. Tell everybody about your hosting. Oh, I was like, I don't know what you're referring to. I, every time I picked up the camera, I did, I did fine. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what are you referring to. I, I did fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, so the uh, the way that we had laid this spring out actually was. I was I filmed I was gonna go film the turkey tour with um the Make It Happen series and it wasn't so much I was gonna film, I was kinda gonna second shoot and edit and it didn't turn out that way. No. We discussed that. Um and all of the days that I went hunting they just nothing worked the way it was supposed to. Um I mean we did get I did get one kill on film, but it, it was not the it was the exact opposite of the ideal situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, all the other days, just slow birds, they weren't working or whatever. Um, so we didn't do that. And then Clay and I were supposed to go to Missouri, but that trip kind of fell through. Um, we were going to kind of dual hunt and knock out some content at the same time. So uh, we were supposed to do that, and then that hunt fell through, which actually worked out well because um, we got to come back here and knock out a bunch of editing and uh, other things that needed to be done. So that kind of worked out because if we hadn't done that, then I think we probably wouldn't have three make it happen shows almost in the bag. I mean, we got one in the bag, two are like 95% just need graphics. Um, And then we had the crush Turkey tournament and uh, we all had, I think the only person without a tag was Keegan. Keegan. Because he was added to that trip at the very last minute. Yeah. I don't even everybody think there were else, tags available. If we wanted to get Keegan a tag, I don't think there were. Yeah, everybody else had tags. So Caleb had a tag. I had a tag. Clay had a tag. Uh, Cody and Thomas had tags. Of course, Lee and Tiffany had tags. Nate had tags. Uh, Nate And had they a bought tag. Maddie a tag. And uh, so there's eight total people we were trying to get to kill a turkey Six in the span of... Oh. I'm getting there. I'm telling my story. I'm getting to that part. Uh, In the span of seven days, I think, really five. Yeah, it was was kind of slated, but counting counting the crappy weather, it was like 
an hour in the morning, an hour in the evening, really. Well, yeah, but the trips, the trip was slated to be like five to seven days. Um, we had three kills on day one, and I guess I'll back up. Uh, they decided that I was going to start out hunting right from the get-go because I was one of the only people in camp who had not killed a turkey ever. Still haven't, in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> I was waiting on that. In case anybody just wanted to get the TL, DR, still haven't killed a turkey. Um, oh, they would have seen all over social media had you killed a turkey. Oh, yeah. Well, we were, dude, I was, I was freaking rooting for you, buddy. I really was. We're trying. We'll get into that. Um, so I was selected to just start straight out from the gun hunting. Um, and then uh, they were just kind of rotating through everybody else. The first day, three we had three people kill, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was our supposed to be our te- technically our worst weather day, right? And then after that, um, basically it just became a, a giant swap game of okay, well you've killed, so now you get to film this person who was filming, and now they're going to go hunt. So everybody was kind of swapping around except for me um, because I just continually didn't kill. Uh, and then by the end of it, uh, out of the eight people, six of them killed. The only two who didn't were the only two people who had not killed a turkey before ever, and that would be me and uh, Madison. And uh, I didn't kill a turkey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you didn't kill a turkey. So that would be what? F- uh, three of us. Three, three of, of us didn't kill a turkey. To be fair to Clay, he didn't really get a chance to kill a turkey. He got one morning where he got to be the shooter. All the other mornings he was with me. Filming me. Being, uh, being a guiding. good friend, if yes. I will. And uh, I don't know. It was just kind of a weird. So the closest I probably got to being able to shoot a turkey was on the second morning. Right, Clay? What did you say? Second morning. The uh, first morning. The third, I think. No, I thought it was the second. Mm. It was the second morning, and... Uh, we had a bearded hen oh. <laughs> run directly at us. Nate and, was and, really and hoping you were going to shoot that bearded hen. Well, and so it, a few things happened. First of all, the sucker came run, like hundreds of yards, just came running straight to the decoy. And so I was getting ready, of course. And then once it gets close enough to kind of make out what the heck it is, Clay said it was a hen. And so I'm going, okay, well, it's a hen. We're just going to let her come in and do whatever. And then he goes, oh, she's got a beard. So now it's a bearded hen. But I don't know the legality of shooting a bearded hen in Iowa. Legal. So, well, I didn't know that when she was standing at the decoy. (laughs) So she's standing there, and I'm not knowing whether or not it's legal. And then uh, Cody, who was uh, second shooting, says, it's legal, you can kill her. And then my next thought was, would Lee Lukoski want me to kill a bearded hen? <laughs> and I, especially on like the second morning, right? After the first morning or the first day of three very nice long birds, long beards getting killed, here I am with a bearded hen on Lee Lukoski's property, who is the quintessential land manager. And I was like, I don't know if he would really want me to kill a bearded hen. I don't know if the show wants me to kill a bearded hen. They probably like they probably want. Gobblers, right? Because we are filming this first show, so I do have to keep that in mind. And also, at the same time, selfishly, I did kind of want to kill a gobbler. Like well, I, I did want to kill a gobbler. I don't and think so. I don't think in the moment you made the wrong choice. No, I I think that all all those things considered, I was like, okay, well, 
I think Lee would rather have me kill a long beard. I would rather kill a long beard than a bearded hen. And uh, it's the second morning. Like all signs were pointing to it was supposed to get better over the course of the week. Uh, we had had a lot of success the day before. And so I'm like, okay, well, the birds seem to be working. So there's no reason they wouldn't work again on another morning. Like I got five more mornings and for a long beard to come in and, and get shot. And then. And then it never materialized. And what's the most, this is the most frustrating part to me, is it wasn't like they didn't, there wasn't birds and they didn't come in. They didn't come in enough. Yeah. Like they all hung out. Like we probably had after that, what, three or four instances, four instances with Longbeards who came into the decoys but stopped at 60 yards. And then one one of them spooked on something. All the other ones just, like, How wandered far, okay. off. I have a couple questions. How far were the decoys from you? We've tried, we tried both. We tried 15 to 20, and we tried... All the ones that stopped at 60 yards were, were what, 30... The, the decoy no. The decoys did, did no. The decoy stayed inside 50, inside twenty the entire time. I don't think so. I think they're hundred percent. Well, then 100%. we didn't. The, then how did we move them in the next two times? Because the, the after one was like ten steps. Which one? The one where we didn't see anything. Yeah. So what I'm saying is the times where they did hang up at sixty, I feel like the decoys were maybe at like twenty five. And then no, we've, uh, we I've, moved I've them in. I've never put a decoy at 25 ever in my life. I think they had to have been. No chance. Okay. Well, okay, Clay doesn't so seem to think they were they at 25. They were how far? But then what, where did we move them into when we moved them in? 10, 10 to 15. Okay, but were the, okay, so if this is you and the turkeys were there, or were the decoys in between you and the turkeys, so they were mm-hmm. looking right down the pipe at you? Yes. Okay, that might have been a problem. Is if the decoys are right in front of you and the turkeys are looking directly at the decoys, that's why you always try and offset them one way or the other. But the issue is we had no idea where they were coming from, so. But they always came directly in front of you every time. Yeah, every time. So like we just literally put the decoy out, thinking, well, no, the first morning at Phillies or the first afternoon after you killed, they the decoy was dead straight in front of us and then came from the left. Mm-hmm. But they they would. The problem is is ev- those birds that we saw every time had a hen. And they would follow the hen all the way in, and we're like, sweet, hen's going to come to the decoy, check it out, it's going to get shot. Then all of a sudden, the hen would just stop and walk off, and instead of the toms coming in and checking out our hen, like he checked out the other hen, he'd be like, oh, she's gone, I'm not interested anymore, and they just walk off. Mm. There was just never, I mean, we hunted the last week of the Iowa season, and they were still on hens. Well, I'm just saying the, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Because that when we went to Phillies, that one, that, the first one that y'all had roosted, Followed the hen. Gobbled every time we called, but wouldn't yep. leave her. She had no interest in us. She didn't want to pick her head up. And then the other two that come off the neighboring property had hens. The hens come up to us. They didn't care. But when we finally got the hens to leave, they finally came and checked See, us out. See, every time we got hens to leave, we could never get them to close a distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would just They would. They out. would just look and see ya. Not going to say what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? You might as well say it. Lay it down. <laughs> you may as well down. say it. Hurt some feelings. I already, the turkeys effed me for <laughs> seven days. <laughs> at this point, at this point, I'm very angry at the turkeys. And I'll be the first one to admit, like, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing mm-hmm. in that regard. So I kind of just have to, I'm just, 
Like I don't I don't know what I'm doing good and I don't know what I'm doing wrong at all. Tim was proud you guys actually had the turkeys and the decoys in front of you this time. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I've never been a part of something like so that. What, I, so like, and y'all actually killed that turkey. That's the funny thing. Maybe y'all should have just put them behind See, you and, and tried that, that. And that's my theory. Ignorance this is my theory. Is I said it. <laughs> I said that's it one like, thing you didn't try is put them behind you again. Well, I said, I've said it multiple times. I've been very outspoken. This is an opinion that I hold and will hold forever. If you're filming a hunt and the animals look like they're going to do what they're supposed to do and it's going to be nice, you won't kill that animal 100%. You won't kill it. Like, if it's going to be the way it's supposed to be, they they won't do it. I mean, but I've if had it's a couple like do some, like they're supposed if to. If it's a cluster, though, if it's a cluster, like if you find yourself in a filming scenario and you're like, wow, this is becoming a cluster, you're going to kill 100% every time. I uh, it, Every time it happens, every time. I've had so many hunts I've that had, I've filmed I've where it's always clusters. a cluster. Like I, it's behind you or they circle around five times or they come in exactly where they weren't supposed to, and that's when you kill them. It's never when they like come in the way that they're supposed to. I have had both scenarios happen multiple times. Oh, I've had clusters. It's and it, I, it can't be me because it's with multiple people. It's not like it's me and one person. I felt like always I was getting a child all week. <laughs> Sit here, get your gun up, don't move, put your face mask on, swing left. Here they come from the left. Do you see them? Did you hear the gobble? You were you were the guide and cameraman. That's always fun trying to to manage both of those. Which which you say that like I'm supposed to know what the hell I'm doing. I haven't been turkey hunting, so like even though I'm 27. I don't know when to do the sim- things. It's very similar to elk, though. I know, but I still don't know 100% how to do the things. Like, And I'm, tr- and I'm relying on people to kind of coach me a little bit so I don't make the wrong move and mess it up for everybody, right? And what you're saying is Clay's not a very understanding, you know, thoughtful coach. No, because his, <laughs> his things I don't know what to do are he hates sitting with his knee up and the gun on his knee. And, and, he, hate, to and, do he, that. and he hates wearing his face mask. And you have to do that. To be fair. There's no fair. Be, uh, there's no fair. No, there's no fair. I wish I could cuss right now because he's actually <laughs> frustrating me because he's being an obstinate, obstinate son of a gun. And we had an entire conversation about my chair oh, that okay. I was sitting His in. His chair was okay? broken, yes. So well, my why freaking you chair. Get another chair. We did, but it did. They were, it all, took the, me, they were all the same model chair he it had took that me we could find. Two or three days because I'm doing this and I'm trying to tell these guys, like, I can't sit like this. You guys are wanting me to sit like this. I cannot. And they're like, you just have to. You got to overcome the ADHD and sit like that. <laughs> I'm like, no, I physically cannot. That's I can't sit like this. Like, I would put my knee up, and then I would try to get in a position where I could stabilize the gun on my shoulder and have it there, and I'd, like, slide back, and the gun would be like this. And so in order for me to get it to You where had the same chair I did. The mossy oak chair? Yeah, I don't know what's up with the chair, but he we switched. He, and would, he, sat he literally in it. would lean like I filmed, and for the people that can't see, I'm sorry, but I literally filmed all night, sat like this, lean 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 back like this. There's no other position you can sit in that chair for. Some Mine reason. doesn't sit like that. Well, I, you might have different dimensions of me or us or something, but like I, I have the same chair though. That's what I don't understand. Well, My chair not, was it's now in the trash. Perfect. That. It's a very comfortable chair, and I've never had a problem with it for filming. But for some reason, like, trying to s- sit there with the gun on my knee in a stable position, I couldn't do it. And when I switched chairs, it was exponentially easier. Like, I could actually sit there and have the gun where it needed to be. So, I don't know, maybe my leg dimensions are funny or something. <laughs> <laughs> but Something's like, funny. <laughs> and look, I will be 100% honest. People... 
I think you guys are going to make fun of me for this. <laughs> no. We'll try. I, not. I'll try not to. I have ADHD, okay? We, Which means uh, that we're fully my, aware. My, I have to move. Like me, I have to move. So it's very hard for me not to move. And when I am sat in one position, my body physically begins to hurt and I feel like I'm like claustrophobic. Okay. Because I can't move. That's everybody. I don't. Yes, I don't think to the I'm extent. I'm not ADHD and I feel the same way. I don't think to the extent, though. So, mm. but. You're just not a specialist. He is scared. Uh, no. I kind of like my wife. Everything's just like a I little bit harder for you than it is everybody else. I'm about to leave this freaking podcast. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I, like I, I trust me. I get what you. It physically understand. hurts me. Yes, to sit in it the, does me too. And I look. I was trying my very damn best to sit there as still as possible and to also be ready for the birds. Clay said, "This is what we have come up with." Is I'm too worried about always having the gun pointed in the direction of the birds where I need to just leave it pointed where we expect to shoot them. But I, I think it's... thumb is to point it at the decoys. Yeah, well... Okay, nobody tells me any of this and then I sit there and I do the wrong things and then they're like, you're so stupid and bad at this. And this is why people I've don't want to I've never said you're there. stupid or bad at this. I didn't say that. I did not call you stupid and bad. <laughs> The nope. tone of your voice did. <laughs> oh, okay. Like I've, been, I've been looked down upon because. Sorry, like did you guys start dating during this turkey I've been, trip? Like, I've been looked down like. upon because I, as a 27 year old who hasn't turkey okay. hunted his entire life, Listen, didn't know something. I'm going with you next year. He's just mad because they finally lifted the mask mandate. And on he's this flight. he's got to fly into Toronto and wear a mask on the airplane. <laughs> I am pissed at that. Yeah. <laughs> I am also pissed at that. Well, oh. if you shaved your beard, it wouldn't be so uncomfortable. Yeah, now Tiffany's trying to get me to shave my beard. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? Let's hear this backstory. Yeah, I'm going to hear this. She just thinks that I should shave my beard. Like, you know, Tiffany, she's just Dude. like. If she, Tiffany says to shave your beard, she's going to hook you up with some ladies. She's got some inside information. You I should do it. I don't think that she has ladies for to hook me up with. I think well, that she's just offering you me never a know. paternal opinion. This was also, we did. This was fun. This was a fun thing that we did. So This, needs, <laughs> to be, this needs to be a TikTok account. Quiet. This is not about you. This is about me. You were just sitting there. Let me tell the story. Why does everybody always have to jump into my story? Because yours take too long. I'm sick and tired of this. <laughs> okay, you guys hire me for my storytelling abilities and my you, editing skills, and you, then I just get... Tell me your story. Oh, Tim, I'm you're right. He is I'm getting listen, fussy. I'm listening to your story. <laughs> I'm on four hours of sleep. <laughs> Unmute me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on four hours of sleep. I got screwed by turkeys for seven days. Yeah, I'm a little cranky. My freaking, my new display wouldn't work. Caleb came in there and pressed the same buttons that I did, and suddenly it worked. I'm a little cranky today. I'm saying, I'm, okay. I need a common denominator. I was about to say, <laughs> listen, I love you. I do. I really do. I truly appreciate everything you do, but you keep pointing if everything comes back to you. I, like, admittedly, is... I'm cranky right now. Okay. All right. Tell me your story. I can't wait to hear it. So oh. as the resident single man, like all the time, wherever I go, people are like, all three of y'all are single. I'm you're not, not. I'm not single. You're not, not married. Yet. You're single. I'm damn near about to be married. Oh god, mm, that's on you, player. Good luck, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you know, you get the standard dating questions, and like, oh, so where do you meet women? And you're like, okay, well, I use who's asking these questions? Tiffany. Okay. Um, god, I would like, like to watch this. You're, you're like Bumble and Tinder, and she goes, "I've never been on them." And I was like, "Well, I can show you. Like, I've got them on my phone." So I told her that, and then 
two days ago. We were just sitting while the guys were building that chandelier, and we she came up and she was like, "I want to see like who's around here." She's like, "I want to see if I know any of these girls on the Tinder." And I was like, um, "Okay, the Tinder." I was like, "Okay," so we open up my Tinder, and I hand her the phone, and I'm trying to explain to her how to do it, and it just turned into like a 15 minute her just judging, just judging the, these girls on the Tinder in the most Tiffany maternal way possible. Yeah, like. And it was funny because, you know, obviously, as a dude, you like swipe right or left, whatever. Um, and you have your own criteria. Her criteria is so much different than a dude's criteria. Like, they would have one semi-scandalous picture, and she'd be like, no. No, if you've got that on there, you, you're not going to be a good, a good wife, a good girlfriend. No. What kind of guys are you attracting with a picture like that? Travis, yes. Uh, Travis has entered the chat, and he says that you need a Snickers, and you do. <laughs> You really do. You guys get me fired up, and I was already cranky today. <laughs> it's so easy to get you fired up, though. Like, it's so easy. Like, well, you have one or two buttons, and, like, we all know where they're at. <laughs> and it's so easy. Clay's over here just waiting. He's just like, come oh, on, come you on. You can literally see Clay reaching for the button. <laughs> That, but hey, what's if funny we, is he's so nice and understanding, like not here. And then he gets <laughs> on here and he's like, oh, I'm just going to throw Ryer under this whole bus. Let's not forget that you're the one who is supposed to be the expert on the turkey hunt. The guide. So you can't you can't put it all on me that we didn't kill well, these turkeys. I was also trying to produce because the host wasn't really that great. So. The host was wonderful. <laughs> the host was long-winded. Well, that's what How I was talking about. The host was great. I literally, I was lining storylines up for Nate, left and right. I was creating controversy. <laughs> Too bad nobody will ever I know. see the host, the, the host was re- The host was requiring more B-roll work on my end because he's long-winded. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so mean. Oh, we're sorry you had to work. I don't know. Knowing Nate, he could put an entire YouTube thing together with it, and it would be G- solid and gold. Just and and you would be coming to our office and saying, I'm sorry for ever thinking that y'all were mean to me, because Nate could really, <laughs> really be mean. Look, I'm all, I'm all for it, but I just feel like, you know, I, I, also need need to to, I also need to put in my two cents on the issue. I know. So, like, while it may... We, I don't just, think you're allowed to use the fr- phrase two cents anymore. How, how many cents can I use? I don't know. I think we're up to, like, Dollar bill increments. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. If we ever stop giving you crap, you got something to worry about. Mm. It's the beginning of the end for you, Ryer. <laughs> mm. <laughs> A little more positive affirmation <laughs> would <laughs> hurt. <No. laughs> Just a little more. And to go up, De- Deegan asked a question a little bit ago. Sorry. Or Devin, Deegan Hart. <laughs> um, Devin, sorry. Are any of your clients you film super particular about birds they shoot? Um, not if they are we tell them they're dumb because any turkey with a full fan that gobbles needs to be shot mm-hmm. as long as it's not a jake who cares so um yeah this no. is why caleb is a producer and not a hunting guy even if you gobble yeah. and you have a full fan and a jake beard you still yeah get no shot. it's a turkey nobody's trophy hunting turkeys that's retarded if you trophy hunt turkeys and you can tell them i said that anyway continue I certainly wasn't trying to trophy hunt a turkey. I just yeah, wanted me to, either. I just wanted to make My favorite thing to shoot a lippy two-year-old. I don't even know the difference. I just want. I just know like full fan beard. That's I shoot that one. Yep. The only. That's the all only, you need to know. The only one that I 
that I had the hesitation on was the bearded hand for the reasons that I stated earlier. Yeah. Like any others, would it? That would have made some great content, though, if you would have shot that. Turkey. That's why I didn't. <laughs> That's why I didn't. I know what happens. If you, if you, like, had I know what happens behind the scenes. Okay, I know what happens. I come back with the bearded hand. A year, you a know, year of ridicule. A year, I will you have know, to do. You that. know the question that I have for you, like, what Nate did during the middle of the day by editing. 18-minute YouTube episodes on the spot with everybody around him talking. Like, how impressive was that to you? Uh, I mean, it was certainly impressive in the way that I wish my brain operated like that, and it doesn't. So, <laughs> I, I, It's impressive, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, I so, wish I could do that because so I won't be able to. Jeremy Putnam from Whitetail Properties came in there and was, like, looking over his shoulder as he was editing, you know, kind of like, you know, I'll do you or you'll do me sometimes. He's like, yeah, you know, why didn't you use this shortcut or why didn't you do this? He's like, you know, your waveforms are off here. And Nate stops and goes, looks at him and goes, look, dude, I don't care about any of that crap. He's like, I know how to put the storyline together. I know how to make it look good. All this technical bull crap, I don't care. <laughs> and I was like, God, I wish Ryder was in here to have heard that. <laughs> well, that's like, that's well, like he's been I, editing the crush on TV for how long? And like, y'all were still showing him keyboard shortcuts? Yeah, he doesn't care. And he's still faster than I am, yeah. which is fine. Everybody's got their own style. That's why when I sat there and watched him, I didn't critique like <laughs> he, his he mechanics. Said, he said, "All this codec bull crap and sixty frame thirty. I don't care about any of that. Put it in the timeline, make it look good." <laughs> That's <what> Nate, said. <laughs> Nate said. Nate said, "I upload the shows to the network when I want to in whatever format I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's some MXF something. That's all I know." <laughs> look, you got to have all kinds. Oh, I know. I said well, you and I was like you and uh. I was like, Ryer is a very technical editor. I was like, he understands even more about that kind of stuff than I do. You know, the codecs and specs and how this frame rate interacts with that frame rate versus this color space versus that versus this. And I'm like, my it just makes my head spin. I was like, I don't want to deal with that. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to learn it. He said, I don't want to learn it. <laughs> he said, I got enough crap in my head. I don't need any of that. He's like, I know how to tell the story. That's all that matters. Yep. I'm like, I tend to agree with you. But, uh, yeah, um, where else? We got any more questions? Where else? What are we missing? What have we not talked about? I mean, that's kind of turkey season. Should we talk about when they make no, it No, no. Uh, Ernie, she did not find him a girl. Ernie wanted to know if Tiff found you a girl. Or did you find you a girl in Iowa? So, actually, I did. I did, Can Matt. you please? Thank you. So, like, after we left, yeah, I ended up getting a match with some girl, but obviously it's in Iowa. So she, had, she have a bunch of land. Because you take one for the team if she does. I didn't even. Doesn't matter what she looks like, acts like, as long as she's got a couple hundred acres, we're in business, baby. You take one for the team. Watch y'all. My father always. I'm married. Quality advice. I got, that goes for all three, y'all. <laughs> Lots of land, take one for the team. Well, so I, I almost just wanted like to message her and be like, I just want you to know out of the, out of however many, the maximum amount of swipes you can get, uh, <laughs> Tiff, you were the one of the only ones that, that Tiffany Lukoski said approved was. of. <laughs> but like, I was like, she's not going to know who Tiffany Lukoski is. So I not. guarantee you she would have. You think so? She's from Southeast Iowa, 100%. I, we could message her right now dude, and say that. Do it. But yeah. You won't? I might. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to lose. <laughs> True story. She's, uh, what, how many miles is it? 700 miles away? Something like that? Not quite, but yeah. <sighs> the problem. Long flipping the, way. The problem is 700 miles away in Iowa. And I, <laughs> it looks like you're spending a lot of time in Iowa this year. Nope, I need no more excuses to go to Iowa than I already have. 
I don't need. I don't want to. Liar loves there. it there. I don't like Iowa that much. I really don't. I've been outspoken about it. Lee and I have had this entire conversation. He's like, "Man, why don't you just move to Iowa?" And I looked him straight in the face and said, "Lee, I don't care about corn or deer enough to move to Iowa." <laughs> you broke his heart. Right. You broke his right heart. Yeah, I know why he never talks to you. Yeah, no. Now I know why you hate your guts. It's like that guy don't like deer in Iowa. He just can get the hell out. What am I supposed to blow smoke up his butt? No, like, I'm not. No, nah, he would probably appreciate that. Which he also knows this not for everybody. He said, "I'm really glad that people live in places like y'all do because I don't want everybody to move here because I wouldn't have what I have." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're nobody right. wants to move there, which is why nobody does. There's a reason <laughs> nobody wants to move there, like." You think about the places where people are. There's a reason that people are in the places I don't know. that they're at. There's some places that people live. I don't understand it. Like, but New Orleans, don't understand it. Atlanta, don't understand it. Yeah, but some of those places. New York before, City, don't understand it. Before massive population centers, they were nice. And then they just blow up in their yeah, massive New, population New Orleans, center. like, the weather is terrible. <laughs> Phoenix, it is literally 104 today, and it is a mild day. Like, no. Yeah, but the rest of the year, Phoenix is... Pretty nice. Like you could do, if you like mountain biking or you like hiking or you like skydiving, or you like stuff like that. Arizona is a really nice place to do that because ninety percent of the year the weather's pretty good. I it's just it's the ten percent of the year where it's don't like it ridiculous. Don't like it. I'm just saying, most where people there's a reason why people don't. There's a reason why sparsely pop, populated areas are sparsely populated, and it's because they suck to live there. Agree to disagree. I like the Midwest. I'd move to the Midwest in a heartbeat. Let's go. I, I would move it. to me Midwest, but not where they live. Well, where in the Midwest would you want to go? Closer to somewhere with things. <laughs> so that so why? So why? Because there's so you can do more, what? There's more things to do than what do you do? I don't know. Wisconsin's pretty nice. Uh, no, what what do you do, Clay? No. You don't go to the movies. So you're telling me there's not things to do in the capital city of Des Moines, Iowa? Have you ever been to Des Moines, Iowa? There's plenty of things to do in Des Moines. What like, would you what, do? But, but, yeah, that's what I'm asking. What what the same do? things I would go to Gainesville or Dawsonville. And Which do. is what? You don't go, go and eat? Go out and eat. There's top golf. There's golf courses. <laughs> golf there's courses. mini golf. Golf. Top so golf. it all comes down to golf. There's fishing in Iowa. There's fishing only in this place. There's For crappie. Here. I don't want to go catch my cell phone. Oh, well. Okay. That is true. They did slay some of those. Which I they taste pretty good. I never had one before. Yeah, Jason was really excited about it. I also had a morel for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we also found a bunch of morels in an old, like, well, I I can't probably say that. I people are a little bit. I can't say where we found them, but it was spooky. Because <laughs> people are pretty pretty secretive about their morel spots. I oh, oh, hundred percent. And very. I, f- I feel like it. This would. Give it away, so I can't say yeah. it to anybody yeah. who's there. Yeah. So we'll just but next subject. They were delicious. Oh, they are good. Yeah, they're very good. Tiffany was really happy with Jason. We had a really good time. Those of you listening, if you ever need a camp cook or a cook for an event, Jason Ellsworth with Ellsworth Cooks, the man, the myth, the legend, the um, man, the myth. We need to get him on the here. legend. Yeah, I know. We should get him on here. We're gonna have to start finding more chairs for people. Because we've got a podcast coming up next Tuesday. Tuesday. You won't be here, though, will you? No. Which so, is great. he'll take That's his chair. a short podcast. Oh, it'll be Ryer, or, or Chuck's coming for that, too. So Chuck? Oh. Yeah. Chuck. Lit- every single time Chuck comes here, I'm not here. Is that Maybe for the silencer thing? Silencer. He can have my chair. So, that'll be good. He'll be the, the authority. I'll just literally what is he gonna be here do? nodding my head. Do What's what? What's he going to talk about? 
the guy from Silencer Central is coming, and um, Chuck will also be here to help me with that podcast. It'll be a good one. Because Chuck knows, I mean, he knows, I know enough to be dangerous, but Chuck knows a lot. And the, uh, I think the owner of Silencer Central is coming, so it'll be a cool podcast. We'll get to talk to him and hopefully talk to him about content and how uh, we love suppressors for when people are shooting guns around us on film. It makes things nice and um, makes it really nice to take kids and shoot high-caliber high weapons with less recoil and less sound and everything about them is positive except for the government side of it. You know, there's nothing, there's no downside to it except for having to go through the government process and that's why Sponsor Central is trying to, do you have to streamline uh, the process. clean your gun more? Uh, it does make your gun a little dirtier, yeah. I've heard that. Did you yeah. know most... Uh, hunting rifles in the like UK are suppressed. All of them in Africa are, yeah. and you can just go buy it just like you can anything else. You can get the suppressor easier. Really? You can you can get the gun because the they U- limit how many guns you can buy. Gotta hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. It makes absolutely no sense. But anyway, yeah, because every gun that we had in Africa that they let us use was suppressed. So, um, those giraffes never heard it coming. Mm-mm. They didn't. They felt it though. Um, would you shoot a giraffe? Hundred percent. Kidding asked. me? <laughs> you, you, I was just wondering. I'm offended that you would even ask me. I don't that. know. Some I people just want to watch it fall. I'm, yeah, it folds yeah, like a lawn does chair. Does it take like an hour for that yeah. thing to finally fall down? Slow motion, yeah. Its legs like <laughs> buckle, and then it's. But here's the thing: like goes. you don't make a great shot. So like that's the first one I ever saw. Like my buddy Baker got to shoot backup for it, and he had a 502 Gibbs, which is he calls the hand of God. This is a great story. I'll tell this story. This is how I win the podcast. So. I'm in South Africa. It's the first day we got there. A guy is hunting a black giraffe, which is just like a really deep brown colored giraffe. Oh, I've seen pictures of those. Those are cool. Oh, they're giraffes. super cool. And it's obviously a big bull giraffe. And, is that um, what they are? Bulls yeah. and cows? Yeah. So, this, I mean, these things doesn't look real. I mean, if you've ever been to a freaking zoo, like it's just friggin' giraffe. Like the thing's enormous. Well, they and never the, put you at ground level at the zoo either. Like, no. you're always at head height. I yeah. imagine at ground level, you're like, what is yeah. that? Yeah, it's enormous. So, guy shooting is using like a 300 or a 338 or something like that. Not a big enough caliber, turns out. And the guide <laughs> hands Baker, because he knows Baker's done a lot of wing shooting, a uh, smooth bore side-by-side 502 Gibbs and hands it to him, and he's like, if when this guy shoots, I want you to have this gun shouldered. And if when he shoots, the draft doesn't immediately go down, I want you to follow up shot. And uh, Baker's like, put me in, coach. <laughs> like, he's like, get to shoot a draft and don't have to pay for it? Absolutely. He's like, because what you don't realize is, like, you make a bad shot. They take three steps. They're out of sight because how long their legs are. Yeah. He's like, they just – They'll just take three steps and they're gone. He's like, and we do not want to track a giraffe in this part of the world after dark. He's like, because they're super dangerous, first of all, because how big they are. I mean, when they're laying there kicking, I mean, they can reach out and kick you from 40 yards away. So <laughs> Baker's like standing there shouldered, waiting. This guy shoots and he dudes like three inches back, 100% killing this giraffe. <laughs> he doesn't immediately drop. Baker just follows him like one step and <laughs> boom, shoots this giraffe. And you can just see that, as Chuck said in Texas, you can just see the ghost leave this giraffe. <laughs> and he folds like a lawn chair right there. And I'll just never forget Baker like holding that gun up, looking at it, and just like, 
where do I get this? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, 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 he named that gun, and it's a fitting name, the hand of God. He's like, because you don't, nothing continues life after this touches it. And then it's like, that's a really good name. And it was like that. And you just seeing that giraffe on the ground, like can't, I, we had one come to a water hole. Like you can't describe how big they are and like how they think they're hiding, but they're taller than the trees. <laughs> like they're walking in like, and they've got their head hung behind the trees, but they don't realize their neck is humped over all the trees and their <laughs> hips are over all the trees. And you're just like sneaking in. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, you're not hiding from nothing, you know. And I, I, it's crazy. It's just such a cool place. Um, How big is a giraffe's heart? Uh, I don't remember. I would now we didn't we didn't stay for all that. All oh. the, the the South African guys did that. I would assume really big because it was enormously big. Like, <laughs> I got trying to take pictures of that giraffe. It's like, how do you how do you stage a giraffe for pictures? Like. <laughs> I don't know. Fold the fourteen foot leg in this way. Sixteen to thirty five at fifty yards. Yeah, I think it was like a freaking dinosaur. Well, I yeah, think I've seen you have to take it in pano. Yeah, it's so big. Doesn't even make sense how big they are. But I feel like I always see the ones and people are sat like at the shoulder and then the head like like draped over. It, yeah, they're wearing it like well, a snake. So it took. So we shot that eland. Uh, Jamie shot that eland, and there was ten or eleven guys. Getting that Elon loaded in the back of the, the this trailer they literally specifically had made just for Elon, hmm. and it took ten or eleven of us to get him started and then to drag him up. Thing weighed well over a thousand pounds, hmm. and then we got him to the spot to take pictures, unloaded him, took the pictures, had to load him back up again. Like nice. it was, it was a freaking job. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm ready to go back to Africa. Those guys are calling me or texting me all the time. Like, hey, when are you coming back? I'm like, as soon as I can talk a client into coming, I'm on my way. If it was, their prices have almost doubled since I went out there in 2017 just because how expensive everything is. But just, like, I'm scared to go out there. It's like going to Canada, you know. I just don't want to jump through all the freaking COVID hoops to get to Canada again. It's just such a pain. It's so sad, you know. Some of the, two of the most favorite places to go hunt, Canada and freaking South Africa. It's making it harder and harder to get there, you know. But if there's a risk of getting stuck, I volunteer to go. (laughs) I'll come back when it's fine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a it's a sketchy place. Can't well, I thought South Africa was going to be sketchy, but where I went was actually like super super chill. Um, and we had a freaking ball. I would go back in a heartbeat. I have a bunch of friends over there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, how you have a bunch of friends over there? Just from <laughs> guiding in Alaska and meeting clients and random people. Yeah. Mm. Get us a South Africa trip together then. Have you ever been? No. Oh, it's freaking awesome. Go back right now. Remember, I was supposed to go and oh, work yeah. that out. And then, yeah, I forgot. You know, got screwed out of that one. Client bail. Um, all right, y'all got anything? I have a question. What's that? It's a fun little thought question that I just thought of Is earlier. it fun, though? I think it's fun. So, assuming all, like, but for all the species that you can legally <laughs> hunt anywhere ever, is there any animal you wouldn't want to hunt and kill? Like, is there any animal that you're like, no, nah, I don't want to kill that one? A bear. Yeah, I, I would shoot a bear in a heartbeat. Um, <laughs> it was like, oh. Um, I'm always curious because sometimes there's like, some people have a have a certain animal that they're like, I don't mind that people hunt it, but I wouldn't want to hunt that animal. I actually have too many. 
to list. I have more than one. I just don't think you've done enough. I was that way too. It's I was not like, that yeah, you I don't, don't care. Let me rephrase. It's not not having the desire to go hunt them. It's more of a I don't want to kill that animal. Oh. It's not not having the desire. I know you don't have the desire. Bears because they're things. cute and fuzzy. <laughs> no, they're not. They're um, freaking nasty. What, when are the Make It Happen series dro- videos dropping? Um, first one's done. We're waiting on Chuck. We got, we're got we finishing the next two in the next couple of days. Um, so three will be done very shortly. Um, None really? No. Nothing I can think of. Well, you, Keegan? I would probably, now thinking about it like an afterthought, would have a hard time shooting a brown bear just because I've spent so much time with them. And, like, gotten to learn them and through photography. But at the time of me being there, it's like, bring me back for, like, two days. We're shooting every one of them. <laughs> They're going to drive me nuts. But, like, now, like, that would be my answer. No. There's Otherwise. A, that's no, the first I'd, thing I'm shooting. I'd shoot all of them, yeah. You mean, like, not hunt one because of conservation or something like uh, that? Because yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't want to kill have that animal. That's my thing. If it's, illegal, yeah, if it's legal and yeah. there's a season for it, I'd, I don't have a desire to kill a lot of them. But I don't have a desire like to kill I, a, a couple moose, things. That doesn't turn me on. I would what? love to film a moose. What? But the way that they hunt moose in, like, <laughs> most of Alaska, just drive up the river in your boat until you see a moose, get out, shoot yeah. it, oh, we call and that's well, hunting. Mountain lion, same mm-hmm. way. I couldn't. I couldn't go do that. What, what we do Anything that's mo- mainly vehicle, just drive around until you see it and then get out of the truck or boat and then shoot it, that doesn't turn me on. I'd love to film it. What if there's a significant stock associated with after sighting it, like a mule deer? That's fine. I just have seen so many, especially like TV shows, Alaska moose and uh, grizzly bear hunting, where they just drive up the river, bear, they see it across the river, they get out. The bear's eating salmon, doesn't care because they see boats all the time. They get out, they shoot the bear, and then they're the mighty hunter. Like, all of those style hunts don't turn me on. That's fair. I'm just always curious. I don't think I really, I don't think I would have one. I mean, maybe. Mm. A panda bear. <laughs> no, I'd shoot a panda bear. <laughs> I, I want a seal. <laughs> a club of seal in a heartbeat. <laughs> club of seal. Uh, I actually, this is a controversial opinion for many people, and I don't know if, I think there's only a couple places in the world you can even do this anymore, but polar bears? Yeah, freaking Ernie just shot one. Yeah, I I would like, oh, this, he is, did this is the weird reason I'd like to kill a polar bear. Because <laughs> when I was very little, and my dad was still, um, like, in the Air Force Reserves. He brought back from Japan a, uh, like, a four-foot-tall stuffed polar bear that for basically my entire life I either had on my bed or in my room. And so I think it'd be cool to, like, go shoot a polar bear and get a taxidermy mount of a polar bear. Yeah, to also, polar bear, rip also, your face off. Uh, yeah, also 100%. I think that. Are just massive, and it'd be cool. To, oh yeah, it would honestly. Even if I didn't shoot a polar bear, it'd be cool to go on a polar bear hunt just to s- see one. Yeah, doing polar bear things. Oh, there's a city like border of Canada, Alaska, that they just like come into town and they like just hang out. I've heard about that. Yeah, I would. I'd like to see a polar bear. I've heard of a grizzly bear polar bear mix, and it was like the meanest bear ever. Scary. Um, I do want to announce. 
exclusively here. I don't know if we've announced it yet, but I'm about to announce it as soon as I confirm the dates on my computer. The Billy said he would fist fight a mountain lion. God, Billy. Billy, I would pay to see you fist fight really a mountain would. lion. So the Redneck Tech Podcast Summer Production Class. This is our general class where we teach anything from intro, you know, to, you know, more advanced guys. We're going to cap it at 10 guys. I've already had one person sign up that's been wanting to come, paid in full already. Uh, you will arrive afternoon, evening of August the 3rd, which is a Wednesday. It's going to be a longer class, which we need a longer class. And then you're going to be here Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and most of Sunday. Depart Sunday afternoon, evening. So it's the 3rd through the 7th. Cost of the class is $1,000 a person. Um, if you want to sign up for the class, email rednecktechpodcast at gmail.com. Reach out to us on social media. Text me or any of the guys sitting here. And we will um, we'll make that happen. The plan is right now, if we have everybody signed up, we're going to have Jason come and cook for everybody too. So trust me, it's going to be worth the price of admission just to have Jason come cook. Where is he going to cook? We'll set up stuff here or at oh. my house or wherever. We'll make that. We'll make doesn't it work. Ma- doesn't matter where. It's going to be everywhere. Yeah, so and I'll put Jason up in a hotel if I have to. You know, We'll figure that part out. But um, it will be worth it. If we get everybody, we get the class full. I'll pay for all the food and everything for Jason to come and cook. Um, so, right as of right now, there's nine spots open. Boy, that's a steal. Yeah. So, um, and and the way that we're going to structure the class is everybody's going to get here. We're going to break up into two or three man teams. We're going to have a project that we're going to shoot. One of us will help you shoot it, and then the last two days we were going to help you edit it. So we're going to try and have a full class where we do you guys watch us do it we help you do it and then we go through the whole process of shooting an entire video we'll have the videos laid out we'll have the ideas the products all this that and the other and you'll get to see the process and be a part of the process all the way through so um if you want references we'll give you references we've had a lot i've done lots of classes in the past had a ball on every one of them we've ever done so um It'll be a good time, August 3rd through the 7th. Keegan's a reference. Keegan's a reference. Yeah, I, I went to a class, and I work here now. Yeah, so. Um, results may vary. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. All right, so I think that's all I got. We should isolate that someday. That'd be fun. Yeah, results may vary. <laughs> Just me saying results may vary. I might have to have you read voiceover for this Rambo piece, too. I'm ready. Okay, that'll be good. What? Not like that. Please well, I had a like little. That. What, what kind of voice do you need? It's oh, we also decided between me, Keegan, and Thomas, we've got a voiceover team to cater to any specific regional dialect, right? <laughs> Thomas because is very specific. We've got we got Thomas who can do that like deep South Southern vibe. We've got me. I've just kind of got like the regular in the middle of the country, not really a specific accent sort of thing going on. And we got Keegan who can really do the no, Northern accent. No, so no. I don't know. What and Cl- you're Clay, about. Clay's got Clay's got the Hispanic accent down pretty well. Hey man, <laughs> come on, be me It's not okay. So I that's not even play. a Hispanic. That's like a I need, cholo. I need cholo Cleons. These are mis amigos y gringos, huh? We've already. That's the only we character so, we could get. We did so well. <laughs> that's this the only podcast. character Clay could do, but he does it pretty well. I don't know. He did a turkey pretty darn good. <clears throat> yeah, he oh, did a turkey. Oh, 
Oh, oh, yeah. oh dude. we didn't even talk about Simsy this. loved that. Did he? Oh, my gosh. They watched it live on Redneck Tech, and Simsy has talked to me about three times. He's like, I really like that turkey clay costume. They're the, the costume that Clay had on. Well, I said, that wasn't my idea, but I thought it was really funny, too. And then we did I the Bigfoot one. The Bigfoot. Did you film that, too, or just did it for social? Just did it for social. That was did funny. Did you do it on the cam? He made me show him that a on couple times, On the live cam, too. yeah. I didn't see it on live cam. Yeah, it's on live cam. Oh, okay. I'll have to go back and find it. We just didn't screen record it. The pro- I, I would like to know, like, did anybody else see it? <laughs> did anybody see it? I want to know. What like, day was that? I'm going to go back and see if I can find it. Oh. Well, we posted it on Redneck Tech the same day, so. On the, the Pittsburgh accent, huh? I think that's a very specific niche that we'll probably never need someday, but maybe. Who can do the Pittsburgh accent? Broken straw. Okay. Um, that would have been. In case we ever need that, it's good to know. I wonder if it'll let me go back that far. May 10th. May the 10th, so eight days ago. Eight days ago, good Lord. Will it let me go back that far? No, 100% it will not. Well, like, did we get any exactly hits on comments on the page, though? Yeah, it'll let me go back that far, probably, but I'll have to be here for a month hitting this button. <laughs> Can you, like, go back like this? No. Oh, dang, maybe somebody recorded it. On the uh, what, what day was it? I have May started turn. the fawn contest once Somebody again. Somebody lost a bet. What's this? Ah! <laughs> Somebody's already pulled it and put it on YouTube. Really? <laughs> the turkey, yeah. Somebody lost a bet. They've got the whole thing on here. That's solid How gold. How many views does it have? 251. Damn. And then what does it say? <laughs> That's way more than most of our videos. Is that yeah. what it's called? Someone lost it's, got, it's got yeah. a comment, too. Well done, guys. Look like a record book gobbler. Ha <laughs> ha. Five inch spurs. <laughs> And then somebody said, this is hilarious. All right, so maybe somebody got we the We got to go to the Facebook page. Because I have they started have a, a fawn contest once again. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I have started the fawn contest once again over on the official Crust Deer Cam fan page. If you remember, just click and join the answers. Oh, my gosh. What are the three questions? I don't know. If you want to join, you have to answer three questions. Like to prove your fan sure. club legitimacy. I guess. Let's see what the, the question. Hold on. Let's see what the question is. loyalty. Are. Oh my gosh! I have to join the group. Hold on. Well, let me. See. It won't even let me see join it without the group. joining. Well, you got to join, join the, the group, group to get the questions. Gosh, man, making me join this crap. Fourteen thousand people. <laughs> how, how long? long you, <laughs> how long have you watched the crush cam? I was on it from social media. Let's just see. <laughs> oh my gosh! What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Chocolate. Duh. Done. Oh, and the admin has to review it. Oh, wow. Just to make sure that you mean it. Wow. Okay. Well, hey, there's almost 15,000 people. How about that I'm the that. reason for the crush? Let me in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you like watching this show? Yeah. You want to continue watching this show? Well, what's funny you is. Go hang a hat over that live cam. You won't have nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I bet they probably, they probably wouldn't even know. No. You know what would be funny? I, don't I know. think I think I think Lee, that's how Lee names half the deer on that farm is from the live cam. That's how he names them. Yeah, because uh -huh. people give them names, and he's like, "Yeah, that's a good solid name. We'll name it that." Oh gosh, like Wide Glide. That's how he got his name was from that from that. I'm live really cam. glad people take it seriously because usually when you let the internet name things, it doesn't work out well. <laughs> that's just you. No, there's many documented cases of cities and towns like letting their residents vote on naming for like a new. Tugboat. And then Reddit takes over. 
And yeah, and then like the tugboat's name ends up being Bodie McBoatface. Uh oh, somebody's at my door. I think it's my father-in-law, mother-in-law. Here? Yeah. Um, let me I see think if I got in. Oh, it was no, it was UPS. See if he left it. Uh oh, hope we don't have to sign for it. I think he left. Which door? This one. Yeah. Mm. That's not good. I didn't wow. hear him. Oh, no. It's a video tutorial. I don't want to watch a video tutorial. I think he might have left. That sucks. All right, let's end the podcast. See if we can get in there and catch him. All right, guys. Deuces.